Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Would you start Mike Davis over Cam Akers? Would you do that? Are you about to say that right now? I would start Mike Davis over Cam Akers. If he is the starter and J.K. Dobbins is out, Mike Davis over Cam Akers. Man, I'm starting Cam Akers, man. This guy's this guy's is is out of line already. Uh, I, listen, I'm starting Cam Akers. That's that's the answer to the question. Like it it does seem like it's going to be a a difficult matchup, but I'm I'm, I'm damn near sure not starting Mike Davis over him. You just gotta rock with him. Like you drafted him. If if you drafted him and you're like I'm fading him. If if you fade him today, I'm just like. Then why even pick him in the first place? Try to trade him today. Like I'm, you just you're starting Mike Davis, man. What's what's next, Jay? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is me, Jay Rich. I am opening the show. Why you may ask? Well, I made a certain prediction yesterday. Of course, the show is sponsored by Prize Picks. So make sure you use the promo code Wake Up for a 100% deposit match up to $100. Good morning, everybody in the chat. Ray, I don't know where you are. I don't know why I'm on the screen. Maybe it's because I said yesterday that Mike Davis should be started over Cam Akers. Maybe it's because all of you out there in the chat, I see you guys talking. I see you guys chatting. I see Ray hiding, scared. <laughs> I don't know why he's back there. He can be on the screen. I don't mind. But the thing is, is that I told you guys that Mike Davis should be started over Cam Akers. I stood by my take. I made that start decision, start sit decision in my Scott Fishbowl lineup, and it paid off. Cam Akers looked like he was running in mud. He couldn't get past the line of scrimmage. Is that going to happen the whole season? I don't know. But yesterday, like I said, like I told you, you can draft him. You can play him if you want, but there's a risk. And, well, what do you know? And Hendo. Hit his overs, which was also good for me in the betting market. So I was happy about that. So, Ray, do you have anything to say to the people? Do you have anything to say to me? I'm not, I'm not going to go crazy. I didn't even put the hat on. I said, you know what? I'll say it for another occasion. But I'm excited. Week one predictions, start sits, maybe some bold takes for week one. I'm excited, Ray. And good morning to everybody out there. Congratulations, man. Um, I can't do anything but hand clap you. And for myself and, and, and that uh, – uh, that display of disrespect. I got a sad trombone myself because, um, yeah, Cam Akers was awful. I mean, you called it. Now, to be fair, to be fair, I didn't know Cam Akers was was like hurt, hurt, like hurt, like really? legit. Something is going. I asked the question yesterday. I, 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 I and what like, and what did I tell you? Well, and what did I tell you? I told you that uh, 11 days ago, it was reported that he was not running at practice. 11 days ago, this man was not running at practice. Yes, he's active. Yes, Sean McVay says he's good to go. Okay, that's great. Who was running at practice? Daryl Henderson. Who was starting the game? Daryl Henderson. 
So yeah, you did know. You just didn't listen. You just didn't want to believe. You wanted to push back. And that's that's what happens. But it's okay. It's well, okay. We live and we learn. Mike Davis know. Still I'm only one know. Mike Davis still well, has yet to play. And he, he could go one rushing yard. Aker one got me Aker's got me a zero. Or I think it was in one league, it was like negative point one zero. <laughs> like just yeah. I would have did better off leaving the spot blank. I I give you a round of applause, my friend. You told Don't everybody worry. to stay away from Acres. You told everyone to stay away from Acres. I pushed hard. Uh, I, I I was wrong, man. You were right. You deserve this today. I'm glad we started the show off with nothing but you. So let's talk about it, man. Uh, yep. like Bills, Bills versus Rams last night, man. And, you know, a lot of the betting money were Rams at home. Sean McVay is 5-0 and in opening games. They're the defending Super Bowl champs. They got Allen Robinson. They got Bobby Wagner. <laughs> why are the Bills? Why, why are people taking the Bills? Well, I mean, we kind of talked about it, right? Like they played their starters during the preseason, and every time yep. they went out there, shit was hitting on all cylinders. Every time. I mean, Josh Allen, boom, 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 touchdown, boom, 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 t- get him out. Yeah. We've seen enough. And what happened last night? I, I'm not trying to overreact man but i tweeted it out last night jay we are witnessing josh allen enter god mode nfl god mode in front of our eyes like we're we're seeing it you know you sit back sometimes and you're like damn like we really saw this player ascend and transcend to another level josh allen's yeah. playing on another fucking level man a nut like i don't even care that he threw two picks the first one i don't even Not really it wasn't his fault. McKenzie should have came down with that. And the second one, great play by the yeah, defensive really back. really good closing speed. But it did nothing. Like, he still went back there and shredded the Rams, man. Jalen Ramsey talked all that shit. And he allowed a perfect passer rating, according to PFF, when targeted. Yeah. Like, like six, seven receptions, 120-something like yards, two touchdowns on Rams. Yeah. Right? He's looking around law. And, and truth be told, man— Jalen Ramsey gets his ass burnt a lot, but he makes so many plays to make up for it where it's kind of like yeah. Trevon Diggs, right? Like, he makes so many plays. You're like, all right, we'll, we'll forgive that. But you go back to that Super Bowl, T. Higgins and, and whomever else, Mike Evans, were having his way with Jalen Ramsey throughout the playoffs. He got absolutely torched by Diggs and whoever else they, they put on him. It was the Gabe Davis touchdown, right? He had the responsibility because sure the linebacker did. came down on Allen and they both came down and he obviously leaked out behind him. So that was really interesting to see. But um, yeah, you know, I, Ramsey hasn't Jay, played up to par, in my opinion. I'm not joking, man. Like, I, I know we got to get to games this weekend. If you're in it, like, I want Josh Allen by any means necessary in fantasy. Like, yeah. I want him, man. QB1, not close. Like, QB1, super flex, player one. I want him by any means necessary. Like, he, he's just scratching prime, man. He's not even, he's probably not even in final form yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. there's still probably no, no. another level into which he can ascend. And I don't want to hear it's just to look that good week one out the gate. Man, that yeah. shit's scary, man. 26 for 31, 297, three touchdowns, two picks. He got sacked twice, QBR of right at 90. 10 carries, 56 yards. We talked about his over rushing yards. I think yep. the prop was at 36 and a half. And I said that yep. the moment the line dropped, I was like, that's too low. Like, that's easy. Give him give him that, man. This is, I saw, I think it was Mina Kimes that tweeted out, it's, 
ironic that the uh, the Bills actually have a real Buffalo playing quarterback, i.e. Josh <laughs> Allen. Like he's a legitimate Buffalo in human form. Um, I, I don't know what else. I don't know what other superlatives to put on how good he is. Is 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 it a player that you would like? What would you trade to get him, man? Like, what would it cost to get him right now in Dynasty? Like, you're talking, you're breaking your roster four, four first yeah. plus. Yeah, you're like there's almost no way he's you know back to back QB one coming off just de- just destroying the Super Bowl champs, and while they looked awful on both sides of the ball, frankly, you know it's just. At what point is he going to be stopped? And to your point about that final form, like we've seen this over the past couple of years, he's been getting better. And while last year wasn't as good statistically, I thought he had just as good a shot at the MVP as anybody because of what he did for that offense and how good he looks. And all reports this season are he's even better. He's even more motivated. He really wants that MVP. He wants that Super Bowl, all these things, right? And you see it on the field, five incompletions. On the whole game, the first, what, 20 throws were just on, dots. Bah, Th- bah, only bah, three bah, passes bah. from Josh Allen hit the ground. Two of them went oh. to the other team, but only three passes hit the ground last night yeah. versus the defending Super Bowl champs in SoFi. You got The Rock announcing it. It's it's L.A. Yeah. It's spectacle. They got Nipsey Hussle playing at the beginning. I mean, yeah. it's L.A. down, baby. And Josh Allen walked into that shit like, all right, let's go. So what? Let's go. Yeah. So, so what? what? So what? Let's go. And absolutely cooked him, man. Um, other takeaways, the answer to the Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder question is Gabe Davis. Um, I yeah. want Stephon Diggs. And Gabe Davis, look, he's not going to be peppered with targets. You see that last night. But he's going to yeah. run the routes that matter. He's going downfield. He's not running. First of all, he looks like a tight end. Did you see how big he is? Yeah, I thought he was like six I, four, right? I thought he was a damn tight end out there. I was like, "Who is that?" And they're like, oh, "On that post that. route, yeah." You're like, "Is he gonna get? Is he even fast enough to get down to the get field, there?" Right? right? He's He's lumbering yeah. down the field, little Calvin Benjamin esque there with Gabe Davis. But listen, man, to go out there four for eighty eight and a touchdown on his five targets, efficient. You know that offense is still it's it's Josh Allen, it's Stephon Diggs, uh, our boy James Cook. <laughs> oh boy. I, first carry. First carry. Fumble. Fumble. Don't touch it yeah. again for the rest of the game. Um, not good. Both teams had kind of a turnover fest early on. I'll tell you what, man. Um, I know the box score does not scream great, right? The fantasy production, I think he might have had eight points or something like that. Devin Singletary looks good. People have written him off for dead for the past yep. two years, and it doesn't seem like they're going to go away from him. He's still going to be the primary running back ball carrier outside of Josh Allen for that offense. Yeah. Zach Moss got a lot of work. It's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate James Cook moving forward. But just top to bottom, just so impressed with the Bills. Big Wolf for Dawson Knox, the fifth highest paid tight end in the NFL. One yeah. catch, two targets. That offense will evolve. But what were some of your takeaways from the Bills before we go over to the Rams and talk about that putrid performance? I mean, it was it was literally just that they – couldn't be stopped like the only reason why they stopped on offense was because they stopped themselves they did not punt once in that game and they did not blitz once in that game two ridiculous stats to take on the defending super bowl champions to not blitz more than five guys the entire game and to not punt once the entire game is just utter dominance and this is a game that was 31 to 10 and probably should have been 51 to 10 and so that's the biggest thing here you know uh gabe davis he was he was good and, and he was right to your Davis. point he ran 
he ran the things. routes that matter, and that's why he's going to matter from a talent perspective. I'm not all the way there. And I do want to touch on Isaiah McKenzie and Jameson Crowder because they did they did touch on this during the broadcast as well. What they're doing, honestly, and you know, Doug Peterson's probably chopping at the bit seeing this, yep. is basically a wide receiver by committee, right? So when they projected that they were going to be in zone, they had Jameson Crowder out there in the slot and against man on earlier downs, they had McKenzie in the slot. Now they were used on similar on similar downs and, and and together, but for the most part, it was McKenzie against man, like you saw on that touchdown catch, and Crowder working the zones early in that game and in the middle of the game, especially. Now, Crowder did see more targets per route run, but McKenzie did get more snaps. But I think it's going to be a fluid situation going forward, depending on the game. And you're not going to see the full role from McKenzie quite yet. And it, the good thing for me was that pick that happened early in the game did not affect him later on. He still got right. a touchdown target a touchdown. when the play needed to go to him. And they called that play and it worked out for them. I'm not overly concerned, but I think you will see a bit of fluctuation between the two, depending on the team they're playing in the matchup. And that's a little bit concerning if you wanted to start McKenzie all year. Outside of that, man, I, I just at this point, I don't know how James Cook is going to find a big role in this offense like oh, soon. Not just soon, right? Like you see how good they look. Singletary looked good in the passing game good. on top he of did. that. Zach Moss got a ton of work. He got work in the receiving game. Zach Moss game, had so where six does... targets. Six targets for <laughs> Moss, man. Zero right? for Cook. Well, Six targets, six receptions, right, on top of that. Yes. And he's getting a lot of short stuff, dump-offs, but that's the stuff we want to go to James Cook. So, again, we'll see how it evolves over time. But point-blank takeaways, Gabe Davis, Josh Allen, and Stephon, Stephon Diggs, Diggs are going to cook all year long. Um, it really just comes down to is what the hell do we do with the Rams, Ray? Because they looked abysmal. And it wasn't just that they got destroyed. They also looked really bad. Where do you want to start with the Rams and start where do you want the, to start, start with, with the this Start with the signal caller. Start with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I was listening, taking the kids into daycare this morning. I was listening to the radio and they were talking about how clearly something was up, more up with that. And, and I'll give you another round of applause, Jay. We asked the question on the show, are you concerned at all about the elbow injury from Matthew Stafford? And I'm like, hell no. Fade the noise. Coach speak. He's going to be fine. I don't know. I yeah. don't know, man. I don't know. Was he it the didn't elbow? Look. Was he just awful? Was like... he just? I don't know. I, I I don't know what to say. They 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 got their asses handed to him. Von Miller was a problem, man. Oh god. The, the 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 sack where he dipped once and then dipped again. They tried to chip him. He dipped the chip and then he dipped the tackle and then wrecked Matthew Stafford for a sack. They couldn't they couldn't block him. The Rams O line problem. No Andrew Whitworth. Problem. Oh, like, yeah. like they, the, the O-line looked bad from the jump, right? They could not do anything with Buffalo. And they play in the AFC West, man. I mean, the, the NFC West. They're going to have to yeah. deal with Nick Bosa twice. They're going to have to deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, ugh, you, you, you feel me, right? But Stafford, 29 for 41, 240, 5.9 uh, uh, average, uh, average, one touchdown, beautiful touchdown to Cooper Cup, three interceptions, seven sacks for 49 yards lost seven sacks and they didn't blitz more sacks than josh allen had incompletions by more than just and they did not man yeah look man pressure just they got wrecked like straight up they just got wrecked on four man pressures look it was it was embarrassing the running game i get hendo was the starting back he outside of a run or two he didn't look good right and that was because Ed Oliver went out, right? Ed yeah. Oliver went out in the second quarter, and right away, Hendo busted Hendo run bust the run when Ed Oliver. Yeah. Cam Akers, three for zero. And now, to be fair to Cam, 
Every time he got the ball, there was somebody in the backfield. Every time. But yeah. I'm looking at his mannerism when he was getting up. He just looked slow. I thought he was going to limp up. I want to know what the injury is. What is the injury? Is it the Achilles? That's 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 why I was having a hard time buying he was hurt because from all accounts, the Achilles should be healed, right? Like he should be good. So what is the injury that's forcing him not to be able to run? Is it a hammy? Is it an ankle? I don't know. It could, it, it's hard to say, right? Like we didn't really see, it was just, there was reports that he wasn't running, right? And it's, you're like, okay, but he's what? He's 13 months removed or at least 12 months removed from this Achilles injury and he was running before. So what's been going on? Is it tightness? Is it soreness? Is it fatigue? Is it stamina? Who knows? Um, it, I, I don't think there was ever a clear report on what was going on with Akers. It was just that they were hurt and they weren't necessarily coming back. Him and Hendo, right? Hendo obviously came back and Akers was still not quite there. But for me, it was, it was the explosion, right? It was what goes when you tear your Achilles. It was that explosion. Like he's running to the line. It looks like he's jogging and you're like, there's kind of a hole there. Are you gonna are you gonna like hit that hole? And he just never did. And he got tackled in the backfield a bunch. There was the one play. Stafford threw him a basically a suicide pass behind the line of scrimmage. He wasn't gonna get any yards with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, he didn't. Again, it, it's. I don't want to be. I'm not buying Acres. Downer on right Cam Acres, but it looks. I'm so not buying bleak. them, man. And so I, I think I think we have to look at what James Robinson does this week and see how do the two differ. Because if James Robinson looks good and Cam Acres is looking like this. It's like, okay, so one is, what, nine months removed from Achilles surgery and one is 13 months removed. I get they're not the same situation, but it's like, man, how do we have confidence in this guy going forward? Right now, Cam Akers or Devin Singletary, who would you rather have on your roster? Oh, man. I mean, I think you got to go Singletary, I guess. Straight up, it's a tough trade, though. Like, straight up, it's tough. But... You know, if you can get anything for Akers, I I think you should definitely be considering it. Like, if for some reason someone will give you a first for Akers, I think you got to consider If somebody gives it. you a first for Akers, they're a damn fool, man. They're they're well, they're a damn. <laughs> what fool. if it's a twenty four first? I don't or give 25 a shit. Twenty five first, give it to me. I'll take it. I'll take I'll take a thirty first at this point. Um, maybe that's Cooper a little Cup. too far. Uh, Kyron Williams. Uh, there was a lot of hype about Kyron Williams. They got him on damn kickoff team, and then he gets hurt. Thank good job, yeah. McVay. Now he's out. I don't know what happened to him, but he got hurt. So they're using number 19, Brandon. Brandon Powell, the kick returner. bad, man. The O-line is yeah. bad, bro. It's bad. Now, the receiving game, <sighs> yes, if you have Cooper Cup, you are ecstatic, right? Like, damn, 15 yeah. targets. But th th this is not going <laughs> – they're going to have to spread the ball around, man, because if they're just going to dink and dunk – to Cooper Cup and not push the ball vertically. If Stafford doesn't have time to find other, they're not going to win like that, man. Like we love yeah. it if you have Cooper Cup in fantasy, but for them to actually win, they got to get other people involved, man. A Rob had two targets, and the crazy thing is, you know, he was on the field for ninety-seven percent of snaps. Not, oh it wasn't God. like he wasn't on the field. He was out there ninety-seven percent of snaps last night. And he only got two targets, and one of the targets came on the final play of the Last game. Last play of the game, yeah. Like, that's, like, it's egregious. And there were multiple times where he's wide open, and you're like, throw it, throw it, Stafford. There he is. Nope, I'm, yeah. I'm going to scramble for two yards. I'm going to not throw it here. I'm going to force it there. They got to open it up. Or they're not, they don't have a good enough running game, and yep. you just can't, it's not going to be Stafford to cup, right? Like, you just can't do that. And a lot of people are like, that's what Matthew Stafford does. He hyper targets one guy and nobody yeah. else really has anything else. Now, 
Tyler Higby had 11 targets. He also dropped a pass or two. So there you <laughs> he go. He was awful, man. He was not. He must have dropped at least at least three targets. He dropped. I, I, at least. I said that's what right I said too. I was being conservative, but he didn't look good. But he got 11 targets. Tutu Atwell looks like my five year old out there trying to play football. Rams just look bad, man. Rams just look bad. And uh, I was listening, like I said, I was listening to the radio this morning. They say they lost eight starters from last year. And it's hard to replace eight starters without draft picks when you don't have the yeah. cash to like, yeah, they brought in Bobby Wagner and Allen Robinson, but they didn't really bolster that offensive line. They didn't do anything to improve the secondary behind Jalen Ramsey. Like, I don't know who any of those guys were, right? Back there at safety play. This could be ugly for the Rams, man. It was one game. We'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, not a, not a good showing from the Rams. And Jalen Ramsey, again, was absolutely awful. Awful. He talked yeah. all that yeah, shit, he and he went out there and played terrible. So, Jay, this is the final victory lap for you. For my Game of Thrones fans out there, you will know exactly what this scene is from. But Jay Rich called it, right? There, there's there's Jay Rich the Targaryen uh, reading the the letter from the, the Raven that said start Mike Davis over Cam Akers and Jay Rich. It's looking like you were you were quite right, my friend. So for the Game of Thrones fans out there, there you go, Jay Rich, you nailed it, big dog. So let's uh let's we got our uh, NFL projection model up. We got some numbers. We got some players that we want to talk about. Let's let's talk some some of the players that are looking really good in our NFL projection model that we should be starting and we should know. Like, just what were some of the things that you saw? I know you said Lamar Jackson was somebody we were going to bring up, and it's Friday, so I'm waiting to see if he gets that contract. I highly doubt it's yeah. going to happen. Well, before, before we get into the games, quick news. Kittle out, right? George Kittle out. He's out? Yeah, you didn't see that oh. yesterday? Yeah, Kittle is out. Oh. Kittle is out. Oh. Man. Kittle is That's out. No, no George Kittle. Oh. Uh, they said that the groin injury that he suffered was not good, and that was in yeah. quotes, yeah. like not good. Yeah. He may have. That's what we talked about from, yesterday, right? You for multiple t- weeks. You strain your groin on when, Monday. When is You're George Kittle not, not on? George Kittle, Deontay Johnson, Dalvin Cook, and Paul Pierce. <laughs> Those are the four players that just are habitually hurt at all times. It just doesn't matter. They're always hurt. Um, so no Kittle. Are you? Do you have any interest in Ross Dwelle or whoever the hell else they have? Ross Dwelle? Ooh, maybe. No, I want none. Really. Does this no. concern you for Trey Lance at all? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Okay. Dude, they're playing Chicago. So what are they going to do? They're going to throw the ball to Debo Samuel. They're going to throw the ball to Brandon Ayuk, and they're going to run the ball with Elijah Mitchell. Elijah and Trey Mitchell. Lance, they're probably going to win what thirty to ten. Right, like I don't think anyone's don't know, concerned man. about what that offense. Could hey, everybody's be. shitting on the Bears, man. What if they, what if they come well, out and they're all right? I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing I that mean, out there. At this point, I'm taking whatever you at, say. At home, at least. Whatever you say, uh, Jay Rich. I'm we're rolling with for now, at least, because you are. Uh, uh, yeah, no I'm not as worried about that. What I, what I will say though is, if we're talking about this game really quickly, because I don't think there's a lot to talk about here, unless you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead. We're, we're fucking here, so let's just go. But I'm, I don't think Trey Lance is going to have a phenomenal debut you know i think everyone's expecting this big explosion from trey lance and again i think it's just a situation where you have a team that is projected to be awful like the bears expect to be awful are they going to put up points against this phenomenal defense probably not are they gonna have to do a lot to win this game do you really want to put that much on tape and so we'll see but i think that trey lance is going to have a kind of a conservative game you know maybe 200 yards maybe 30 40 rushing yards i wouldn't be necessarily hammering you know a ladder 
on Trey Lance in game one. But I do think Kittle out does make things a lot better for Debo and for Ayuk. They were all projected around 45 yards on the books. And now I think you can kind of confidently start those guys knowing yeah. that those targets will really only yeah. be spread amongst two guys and maybe some to Elijah Mitchell. And we'll see what happens with the running backs in the receiving game. But we still don't know how Traylon's going to operate in this offense. Will he throw to the running backs, the tight ends? That's kind of what we're going to get inf- information-wise first and then go from there. But I mean, we I think we all fully expect them to win by, what, seven-plus points. I think the spread is at least seven and could be even wider than that by now. Well, we use a uh, shout out to uh, shout out to my man DFS and Donuts, Mitch and Maspari. That's who we're partnering with for uh, some of our uh, prop bets this uh, this NFL season. They got a dope projection model, and we kind of tinkered some stuff. And we got Trey Lance. We got him projected at 200 and, uh, 245 passing and rushing combined yards. We got him at two hundred and twenty passing yards uh, and thirty attempts here in this game. So we'll see how. See how that works out for for Mr. Mr. Trey Lance. But, uh, you know, the tight end is normally the security blanket for quarterbacks, man. Especially um, young ones, right? Which is a big, a big so. factor, but we don't know how Trey Lance is going to play. So I think that's an interesting development that we'll see. But until we actually see them play, we don't know how he's going to operate in the offense. All right. Well, what game, what game are we going to go to now that we got that out of the way? You want to talk? Uh, where are we going, Jay? Do you want to and, go Pittsburgh, and, Cincinnati? And everybody out there, we got all your Super Chats loaded up. Keep them rolling in. We'll save plenty of time to answer all those. We got them all favored, and we'll get back to those um, after we get through some of this stuff. You said where? Do you want to go to Pittsburgh, Cincinnati? Let's go there. Let's talk about so, it. So I want to I get your take on Mitch Trubisky, right? Because Mitch Trubisky is obviously going to be the starting quarterback. Are you starting... Deontay Johnson, I would say probably, you know, he did say his shoulder injury was a bit of a problem. Um, you know, we're starting Najee Harris, obviously yep. starting, starting, starting back Najee for the Harris. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. People are talking about starting George Pickens, and I'm kind of like, Ugh. I wouldn't do that. I don't know. I would not you know, do that. I, everyone loves George Pickens. I get it. I don't know if I would do that. Pat Fryermuth, depending on your tight end situation, I think it's a fine matchup against Cincinnati because that's kind of where they're a little bit more exposed is up the middle. But outside of that, are you starting Claypool in the slot? Probably not. And, you know, on the other side, obviously, Higgins, Burrow, yes. Mixon, yes. and Chase, right? Yes. There's not really a whole lot to go through Hayden there. Hayden Hurst. I, 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 I honestly don't mind Hayden Hurst. I think Hayden Hurst is, is due for a really big season, man. And if you're asking me, would I rather start Hayden Hurst or Pat Fryermuth? Fryermuth, you know, being the... Third option in that offense, the fourth option, and I and you know that's Hayden Hurst, right? You know Jamar Chase, T. Higgins are going to be the top two options. You still have Tyler Boyd there. I'm not saying that he's if if you drafted tight end early, then you shouldn't have an issue with with where you have to go, right? You're going to start Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey and Kyle Pitts, but if you did have a George Kittle, maybe you protected yourself with a guy like Hayden Hurst later on. And I do like at least the opportunity for some upside. You saw Joe Burrow, once C.J. Uzoma took over as that guy, really kind of hyper-target him towards the back half of the season, right? Give him some opportunities, some scoring opportunities. Potentially the defense, Minka Fitzpatrick, they're saying, hey, take away Jamar. Don't let Jamar go over the top. May provide some opportunity over the middle for Hayden Hurst to be a little bit of a a, a sneaky little late-round tight end play. I'm not saying start Hayden Hurst over any of the damn studs, but... Would you do you feel more confident in 
your offense being run and led by Joe Burrow in Cincinnati or being the third, maybe fourth option with Mitch Trubisky and a bad offensive line where, you know, you got Trey Hendrickson on on the other side of the ball, yep. Sam Hubbard from, from Cincinnati that can get after the quarterback. There may be some situations where Fryermuth is asked to stay in and pass protect. So, uh, I think Hayden Hurst is a, is a, is a sneaky, low-key play if you fade a tight end, which if I don't get one of the top tight ends personally, I'll just fucking wait and get Hayden Hurst, David Njoku way, way later. I'm not I'm not dabbling with the Friar Mutes and the TJ Hawkinsons. I'll just wait. So I do like Hayden Hurst as well in that Cincinnati matchup. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that's a, a great kind of way to look at it. And to your point, Hayden Hurst and Pat Fryermuth almost nearly identical for anytime touchdowns. They're both right around 240. So if you really do believe in Hayden Hurst, clearly some of the books are kind of lockstep with you. And I think if we're talking about these offenses and what we project, we would much prefer targeting a Joe yes. Burrow-led offense for a touchdown than a Mitch Trubisky-led one. The Cincinnati Bengals are at home in this matchup. They're favored by six and a half. I you know, do think there's a chance they cover, but it could be a close one over under a 44. So probably a low scoring game, not expecting a lot from it. I think that a lot of it will be driven by the run game. Um, and Joe Mixon, that's, you know, we're going to see how that new offensive line really impacts this game because that's what I'm looking for. I want to see how does this offensive line look? This was the biggest story last season for the Bengals. They still made the Super Bowl. They bolstered that offensive line. How do they look now? Yeah. I think that's, we're going to, I think they are a good test, you know, with TJ Watt on the other side and some of the other guys on the defensive line. Um, I'm interested to see how that plays out. But Ray, what's the next game you want to get to? I think there's a lot of studs in this one, not a whole lot to get through from a, you know, projection type of standpoint. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Philly and Detroit, man. I saw saw a tweet out there that uh, Detroit sold out, standing room only, first time in like ten years or wow. something, something long time that they've been standing room only. You know, they've kind of been the summer darlings with hard knocks and everybody falling yep. in love with Dan Campbell. Um, but you got the Jared Goff led offense versus Jalen Hurts in this new look Philadelphia Eagles offense and defense. I think Philly's going to have one of the best defenses in the NFL. The addition of Jordan Davis, they get James Bradbury over there. They trade for, uh, what's it? CJ Gardner-Johnson. Uh, yep, Gardner-Johnson. Uh, yeah. You still have Fletcher Cox up there. You still have Brandon Graham. They drafted N'Kobe Dean, Darius Slay. Whoo! And I saw yep. Detroit. Detroit is down, I think, two starting linemen, or they, at least they oh, have. Oh, God. Two oh, starting God. offensive linemen injured. I don't want to say that they're out yet. Don't yeah. nothing is confirmed, but I believe two starting offensive line men for the Detroit Lions are out, which would not, not be good. good against Philadelphia. Would not be good for DeAndre Swift. Oh, real quick to answer your question: Am I starting Deontay Johnson? Yes. I read from the Pittsburgh beat reporters that he was at practice and he was making every catch and he looked fine. Okay. I read that. Cool. The issue is if he gets tackled and if it's an AC joint thing. Does he get yeah. up? Knowing Deontay Johnson, he probably gets carted off and then comes back in and scores a touchdown 15 minutes later. So, um, but Philly, Detroit, any pause for concern? Cause for concern, pause for concern about DeAndre Swift if that offensive line is down two, three linemen. And I don't know. Maybe the chat can tell me. Did I get that right? Two, three. <laughs> so is there concern? I would say a little bit. You know, I, as much as I love DeAndre Swift. I just, oh man, that he's one of the guys that's been very difficult for me to draft this offseason because yes, there's all the hype and there was the second half surge when Dan Campbell started calling the plays and DeAndre Swift was the guy and you're kind of like, is it going to happen again though? Can we really count on this? How do we project this? And like you said, still up against a phenomenal defensive line. So 
you have to start DeAndre Swift, in my opinion. You're not benching him against the Eagles, but this matchup is looking so good for Philly. They're playing in a dome, controlled environment, great atmosphere. Um, I've been to Ford Field a few times. It's awesome to be there, to play there. I'm sure it's yeah, even yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you have to start Swift. You know, I, I think the question is more so on the other side, where are we starting? I mean, you got to start AJ Brown, but would you start Devontae Smith against this team when it it's probably could be a blowout? Like realistically, it could probably be a massive blowout for Philly. They're only favored by four on the road, but I mean, what's the ceiling? Could they put they could win 30 to 10? Like pretty easily, in my opinion. So where are you at with Philly on the offensive side? I think the defensive side, uh, you're are you starting Hawkinson? Probably not. You're not starting Shark. You're not starting Jamal Williams. You're no, not no, starting no. Jared you, Goff. You're gonna you, from the Detroit side, you're gonna start Swift. We got Swift projected right at six targets, five receptions, 33 yards. Uh, not a lot of rushing yards, 10 attempts, 44 yards for Swift, a total of uh, 14.62 fantasy points. Now, this doesn't account for injuries or any of that type of stuff, right? I do think he could see an increased target share, especially if the offensive line is injured and Jared Goff, he has no problem checking it down. Got to get it out quick. Yeah. But we know that's what Swift does, right? He's going to get his 10 to 12, 15 carries, and he's going to get his targets and do well. Um, but this could be a challenging matchup for him. Like, I'm not... I'm not about to say bench DeAndre Swift. The hell no, not in week one. Like I'm no, out here can't do that. saying start Cam Akers and bench DeAndre yeah. Swift. What am I talking about? But this could be a difficult matchup for him. I think Philly's going to be good, man. I, I they've looked good, uh, much like Buffalo, right? Philly played yeah. some of their guys in the preseason. Even if it was only a series or two, and they went out there, boom, 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 drive it down the field, score a touchdown, get them out of the game. Yeah. AJ Brown is there, Smitty on one side, Goddard offensive line is good. I expect yep. Philadelphia to be. To be really good, man. I think Jalen Hurts is going to ball out. We got a we got a nice little line on him as well. I mean, you're talking about the passing, rushing yards combined for him. Uh, fantasy score, we got him projected over 20 for this for this matchup. So I'm firing up Hurts with confidence. Firing up uh, AJ Brown. You probably have to play Smith. You got to play Smitty. He's, He's close. He's you close, play right? Smitty. He's... Wide receiver two, three-ish range. You're going to have to play Smitty. And then, of course, yeah. you're firing up Dallas Goddard. Do you have any interest in the Philadelphia backfield at all? Any of them? Scott, no, Gainwell, zero. Sanders? Yeah, me either. Um, yeah, I don't you know, want any of them. I think, I think for some people, you may have to start Miles Sanders, but we don't ex- we, at this point, you can't expect anything from him. You, I don't believe you can start Gainwell. You can't start Boston no. Scott, especially. No. You need to see how this ultimately plays out. And we know that Jalen Hurts is still going to get his. To your point about his projections, 10 carries, 59 rushing yards is his projection right now. So, again, Who's a that? pretty Miles good Sanders? shot. No, this is for Jalen Hurts. 10 10 carries, 59 yards for Jalen Hurts is a projection right now. So, again, like a guy who we know can run a lot up against, you know, we'll see. Aiden Hutchinson on the other side, can he make an impact on this game in his first game? Probably at home, obviously Michigan kid. So he may be hyped up for the game. But at the end of the day, I think that the Eagles are going to get it done. It just depends on who's going to be the guys on the offense. And in my opinion, Jalen Hurts is ready to explode. We've talked about how – his season could be phenomenal this year. I think it's a really good shot that he goes over whatever his projections are. It just comes down to it. I think Philly's going to win this game pretty easily. I think they can cover the spread. It just what does Detroit look like on the other side? This is a big season for Hurts, man. He's playing for a bag. Prize Picks has his uh, rushing yard line at forty-five and a half, and we got him projected for fifty something. Uh, Almost sixty, yeah. I kind of like him, man. I kind of like the play, man. He's, Matchup's he's, good. Matchup is good for him. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, we got to play him, right? Like, I know he's probably going to get Slay or yeah. Bradbury. It doesn't really matter, but you got to play Amon Ross, right? Well, the fear is he gets Gardner Johnson, right? I, that, that's someone who's big, who's fast, who can be physical who's with physical. him. Who's physical. 
right? That's the bigger that's the bigger thing for me is that if he's he, he's another guy who covers tight ends very well, so he may see Hawkinson. But again, if if he does see CJ, CJ is a guy who can be very physical and is bigger than Amon Ra, which could be a bit of a problem for him. But I think he probably gets a bit of Hawkinson, and we'll see how he fits in. He is new as well, so you may not see that many snaps. But yeah, there's small concerns. But I think if you drafted him, he's probably your wide receiver three, hopefully, maybe wide receiver two. Um, so I think you do have to play him in this matchup. It, and again, the bigger point is they will be down. Like we fully project them to be down. So he could get a lot of targets in this game. If they're not the best targets, we'll see, but he should see a lot of targets. Can we get the New England game out of the way real quick? Because I think this could be one of the <laughs> grossest ones on the slate. What's the what's the total? What I, I want to know what the the projected the game total for this one is because this this is one it's forty six and a half, actually. Forty six Dolphins and a half. favored by a three at home. Yeah. I think it could get ugly for Mac. I mean, the only players that I want to play from New England, the only two that I want to run out there, Damian Harris and Ramadre Stevenson. That's it. You think you play both? I think you have to. Like you, I think it's I think it's a toss-up, right? If you drafted one of them, like you probably have to. I, I think you're fine with playing both of them. I think you're fine with playing either or. Like, I really so, do. So I Damian Harris, over under we, 48 and a half yards. Over under 48 and a half for Harris? That's that's fine. He's he'll see his he'll see his his carries right yeah. more likely than not. Yeah. So it's it's fine. Nothing for Ramondre yet, at least. Um, but we'll see. You know, plus one eighty for Ramondre for touchdown, and Damian Harris plus one twenty five. So that's pretty good. That's like forty percent odds of scoring a touchdown for him. Um, but yeah, it's just for me, it's it's tough because Bill talks about Ramondre getting work in the receiving game, which is awesome. We love to hear that, but it doesn't mean that I know how the backfield is going to shake out. It could just be a lot of Damian Harris. We want a Ramondre. To I, be think, a thing I think Ramondre is going to get his too because because here's the will. thing, Jay, they're not going to throw it to Damian Harris. Like you already know that's no, not going to no, happen. And if if the New England offensive line is under duress like they were during the preseason, Max going to have to get this shit out quick, man. He's not. He's not gonna have time. Like I saw somebody say, Jacoby Myers. If you got to play a receiver, mm. sure. Mm. I, but I think mm. I honestly think it's a coin toss between him and Devontae Parker. I, I don't know. Wh- I don't. I don't think anybody knows what to expect out of this passing attack being called by Matt Patricia. And I'm seeing a lot of talking ads saying uh, Bill is going to get punished this year and then retire. Yeah. I think we talked about this on yeah. the show. Like get out of New England, right? Like it just yeah. looks bad, man. The Miami side of the ball. Fire them all up. Give me Tua. I'm, I want Waddle in my lineup. I want Tyreek so You're good Hill. with Waddle? You're good yeah, with, I think Waddle's the big practiced. question for a lot of people, right? I think yes. he's the big question. They yes. said he's going to be ready to go. So Waddle, if, you trust, if you trust that, you play Waddle. Obviously, high yes. draft pick. Um, phenomenal season last season. Rapport with Tua. But I do think, you know, like we've talked about all offseason, it will be how do we get Tyreek Hill into the game early and involved? Big signing, all these things. Um, hopefully, Waddle doesn't fall too far behind in that regard. Um, Marlon's asking about Hunter Henry. He's kind of touchdown or bust for me. Um, maybe a top ten tight end projections wise, or I, I don't even know if I want to go there with Hunter Henry. Ugh, man, it's you can start him if you want, but I think it's risky, man. I think you start Chase Edmonds if you got Chase Edmonds. He's probably going to be in for a big workload. Are you starting Tua? Would you do that? Do you trust yeah. him against New England? Yeah. Who does New uh, Who I, does New England have that you fear? That defense was milk toast last year. They lost. They lost JC Jackson, and how they make that work now is interesting. And I think I'd we'll fire see a lot of passing. ass up. I'd fire him up. Like he's not. He ain't my. Like I'm not saying he's QB five here, but super flex formats. Hell yeah, as your QB two, firing him up with confidence, baby. Like not even a question, man. Like I, I Matt, you got Matthew Judon. They got to replace JC Jackson. Yeah. 
I just this is not the same New England team, man. Tom Brady covered up a lot. Tom Brady made up for a lot of the inefficiencies, the poor drafting of the New England Patriots, which they went ahead and did it again by taking Cole mm-hmm. Strange in the first round. They get, it's gotten wrecked through preseason. And Tyquan Thornton, who's out for eight weeks. So I don't, I'm not playing Mac this week. I'm playing Ramondre. I'll play Damian Harris. And then other than that, I don't want anybody else, man. And I like, and yes. I like Mac Jones. Yeah, so to your point, actually, two is one of the lowest-rated quarterbacks on the MySpari database right now. Okay, He's only projected well, for 200 yards no. and one touchdown, almost one interception, uh, 12.8 fantasy points. And That's on prospects, I believe his line is 17. Uh, it's actually a pretty big under, one of the biggest unders we have as far as edges and fantasy <sighs> score goes. I think it will be, you know, I, I think it's what we project. You know, a lot of dink and dunk from Tua, not a lot of long passes, especially early, but we'll see. Maybe they can challenge with Tyree Kill. We have seen them complete some deep passes in the preseason and obviously plenty in practice. But, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of shell coverage because Bill's not going to want to give up the big play. They'll run the ball a lot, right? You know, Bill's very familiar with Tyreek Hill. He's been beat by him more than a few times. So hopefully he has a plan to just play back there, let them methodically go down the field because Bill should know that's their only chance of staying in this game. Talk to me about about Mostert, man. You think Mostert's sneaky this week? If you you need to flex, like... Like they're gonna they're gonna platoon that backfield. You know it's coming, man. And Mostert only needs a little yes. bit, man. I'm not I'm not saying load him into your RB two spot, folks. I'm talking about a flex play. Would you feel confident throwing out Raheem Mostert? Maybe, maybe. But the problem is, is like, DFS? is he going to lead the backfield? And we don't know. Well, in DFS, I don't know what his price is, but I have to Probably imagine it would be low. fairly low, right? Yeah. So if you think there's a shot he could be the starter and New England can get run on like crazy, and again, we're kind of projecting the Dolphins to be ahead in this game, run the yes. ball, work the ball down the field slowly, and Mostert is the big play guy, right? I don't think Chase Edmonds necessarily has that big playability in him, but he will be the guy who catches pass out of the backfield more likely than not. So I think you're hoping on the big play from Mostert, but the problem is, is it doesn't look like he has much touchdown upside uh, on my spar projections only point to his projection right now for a touchdown so again it will have to be a long one more likely than not and he's still one of the guys who's one of the fastest players in the nfl as far as in-game speed is concerned so that is a big point and if he gets loose he's probably gone and that's why you take a shot on raheem moster but as far as playing him in my lineups deep leagues maybe best ball he's great because if you get the long touchdown he's going to be in your lineup but tough a little bit in a lineup league as far as i'm concerned all right pull up the uh projections for the cleveland cleveland carolina game oh god because we got to talk about baker the baker revenge game man he said he's gonna f him up so he's gonna f up the cleveland brown yeah man i think so i think that was for real like you didn't see that (laughs) no like he said that he said i want to f them up man I'm, I'm not shocked. Unless, I got, I, I saw, unless, I, unless I'm getting punked here and that was a fake tweet, but I'm almost positive saw, he said um, he was going to F him up, man. One of the funniest tweets I saw was actually from uh, Kate Majuk. She's like, Baker Mayfield's going to walk into this game with no pads because he's got so many chips on his shoulders. Yeah, he's got so many chi- just, just, just chips on his shoulders. Carolina. All right, from the Cleveland side, Nick Chubb firing him up. David Njoku, oh, yeah. you good with David Njoku? Yeah, yeah. If you fade a tight end early, right? If you if you didn't get if, here's the thing, you didn't get Pitts, Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle, Waller. Yep. You probably waited if you were smart. You didn't you didn't overpay for Hawkinson. You didn't overpay uh, for one of those kind of mid range tight ends, the Friar Muse, and you went at. I've got some teams within Joku as my tight end one man, and 
Yeah. I mean, I don't really have a choice but to throw him out there. What do we got in I was going to say. What are his projections? 35 and a half um, on the books. His projection, 25 yards, receiving yards. Um, yeah, it's, I don't, Not you can't good. expect a lot. You can't expect a <laughs> yeah. lot. Is Baker going to really F them up? Um, what do you think, Ray? I don't, I don't necessarily think he will personally. I, I still think that he's got to deal with miles Garrett. He knows that his ass is good. If he's telling, if he's telling fans out there that we're going to fuck up the Browns, with Miles Garrett on the other side, how good is that Carolina offensive line? Last time I checked, it's not very good. So I wouldn't, again, Baker's going to do what he's going to do. He wants to, you know, prove the haters wrong. He's at home. He's his first home game. I don't know, Ray. I, I, I just want to know who you think is going to win. This game is a literal pick em right now. Who I do you think is going to win this I matchup? think Cleveland. Defensively, they're the better <laughs> team. I, I'm going to... St- I'll just tell you, the players in the model that look good, Amari Cooper, Kareem Hunt, DJ Moore, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Jacoby Brissett, not really. And Christian Not McCaffrey. really, no. Christian McCaffrey, we got him projected to do very, very well um, today. I don't have any interest in anybody else, man. I'm not playing no Dan. I'm not playing no, uh, uh, who is this? Uh, what is this? Dan Arnold, Deontay Foreman, Hollywood Higgins, Robbie Anderson, DPJ. None of those guys. Um, I do think Cleveland gets it done. Defensively, I think they're a better team. They still have Miles Garrett. They got Greedy Williams. They got uh, uh, Denzel Ward, in my opinion. You know, a lot of people talk about Jalen Ramsey being the best corner in the league. I think I would take Denzel Ward is that dude, man. Denzel Ward he's is really, very good. He's really Holy like God, that good. at at defensive yeah. back. Like I, I think he's, he's not a, that life. Jalen Ramsey might be the better defensive player overall because he plays that star position, but Denzel Ward is that guy. So it'll be an interesting matchup to see Denzel versus DJ. I just want to see CMC healthy, man. Like, just get through the game. Get through the game, He's on the CMC. injury report. He's on the injury report. He scratched you saw his that, shin. Right? Stop. He scratched his shin. Stop, stop, stop. Um, no deep sleepers in this one. I don't think there's anybody that you can fool somebody with and go trick them and start and get a, and get a boom performance. And inevitably, it'll be David Bell who scores two touchdowns some way, somehow um, yep. in this matchup, Jay. All right, let's, let's get some more hot. Let's get a high-powered game, Jay. Vegas versus L.A. Get the Chargers. Get Herbert. Get Derek Carr. Darren Waller's hamstring that made sure he couldn't practice any over the summer. OTAs, yeah. uh, training camp, just did nothing. He's looks like he's ready to go. He just didn't want to practice. Wants his deal. Waller's back. Devontae Adams uh, back home with his, you know, really not home, but he's with yeah. his college quarterback, Derek Carr. My we've got the We've got the committee in the Raiders' backfield. We don't know what's yeah. going to happen back there. We assume Josh Jacobs is going to be the guy. And then on the L.A. side of the ball, we already know it's big nasty at quarterback, Justin Herbert. Um, Hallitzer Herbert going to do his thing versus that new look Raiders defense. You got Austin Eckler. We know Keenan Allen. I want to talk about Gerald Everett, Josh Palmer. Is there any interest in those two guys, right? Because we know the, the other players that we talked about, you're going to roll out there. But wh- where are you at with like Everett and Palmer from the L.A. Chargers side of the ball? I think, you know, if we're talking about dumpster diving tight ends, I think that you can play Gerald Everett if you have to. I think he is an option for a lot of teams because, again, this should be a high-powered game, a lot of passing yards, a lot of opportunities. Josh Palmer is a guy that I don't think I would quite go there with yet. Um, again, I at the end of the day, I do believe that the Chargers should win this game handily, right? Like, we can say the really? Raiders are improved. Yeah, really? I think they can win this handily. game handily. I think they're a way better team. We didn't even talk about J.C. Jackson being they added to the team. We didn't talk. J.C. Jackson's not playing. 
He's out. Oh yeah, JT Jackson's hurt. Yeah, he's, he's hurt. hurt. I forgot he's hurt. And the Raiders man, and the Chargers that would have been played, a big difference. They played tough last year, man. I don't. But go ahead. I'll well, the bit, well, the, well. So the, the the X factor, I think, Ray, and we're both looking for this is how did they actually stop the run? Because last year they didn't give a damn about the run, right? They let teams run all over them. They allowed the most rushing yards in the league, and it's all about the pass. And so I think. I'm interested to see how this plays out because that's now kind of the weakness, in my opinion, of the Raiders, right? That offensive line has gotten a little bit worse. We'll yeah. see what happens with Josh Jacobs. They added Samir White, who hopefully adds their depth. But if they're going to play the same style of defense, then we're probably going to see a lot more running the ball. You know, Max Crosby on the other side, he's phenomenal and really wrecked in that last game, Week 17, when they did ultimately beat the Chargers. But I just think the Chargers are going to be better this year, man. We talked about Josh Allen coming out with a, with a fire under his ass because of the game that he lost. Justin Herbert lost the game that really wasn't yeah. his fault against the against these same Raiders to not even make the playoffs, right? And he's playing for a new contract extension as well, right? So I think... These things kind of in place, Josh Palmer kind of ascending, Jerry L. ever being involved. I think we could see a really big game from these Chargers. And, and it's, it's really, it's a statement game for them to say, we're really the guys in the uh, AFC West and not the Chiefs. But, you know, the Chiefs will still do their thing. Yeah, we got Hunter Renfro projected for about eight targets, six receptions. Hunter Renfro looks good in the model. Mike Williams, fire his ass up. Keenan Allen, you, you want to play all those guys. I'm with you. I think I'll chill on Palmer this week, but you, you're definitely watching and you're, again, if you dumpster dived at tight end, you're you're waiting to see if Herbert kind of hyper-targets or at least gives Gerald Everett some looks. And maybe yeah. not this week, maybe not week one, but week two, week three, Gerald Everett is the name you write down and be like, all right, you know, kid will burn me a little bit. I went and picked up Everett. I got me some Everett. I can play him with a little more confidence, right? A little more confidence moving forward. Uh, and we're not doing anything with any of the running backs behind Austin Eckler, none of those guys. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sony Michelle, no, no, but no, I'm not, no, not going there. No, no, and, no. And, and Isaiah Spiller not, probably not going to play either, which kind of sucks. But now it is Zeus what it is. White could play, Jay. Zeus, like I think, I Zeus think there's White a real play where he could get ten carries, right? Like, why not? Could. Why not? I mean, uh, Jacobs doesn't want the full time role. They're talking yeah, about Jacobs a committee. Doesn't he doesn't. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. Yeah. Doesn't well, doesn't want it. Doesn't want it. Right. right. Amir Abdullah maybe gets some work. We have his projection at actually pretty Stop. decent. All but right. Now we're, I we're mean, getting maybe too, get some work. I'm not saying you start him, but we don't know who's who's going to be involved in the committee right now. We have to see how it plays out. Josh McDaniels, obviously his first game. <laughs> we saw how he looked as the head coach. I mean, Zamir White, three carries, yeah, three, three yards, carries, three, three yards, three George, <laughs> George, That's if that happened, right. would I be shocked? Maybe yeah, he's George, George Howard. I don't know. Yeah, you George know. is probably right, man. He's going to get three carries, all from the one-yard line, three touchdowns. So uh, we're not going to play Zeus, but we're going to pay attention. Let's talk. Let's go to NFC South, man. New Orleans versus Atlanta. Looks like okay. Drake London is going to play. Woo! Something was wrong with him, man. He, he gets first preseason game, catches the ball 24 yards, Gets tackled, knee gets hurt. We don't know what it is, but he ain't practicing like a month. They showed some video of him the other day. Look fine. He's running through the, the ladder drills. He's catching the ball. Looks like London is going to play. So we get to see the Twin Towers in action. Drizzy, Pitts, you're playing those two guys. You're not yep. starting Marcus Mariota. <sighs> My question is, any, I'm just asking, Cordell Patterson Yep. at all? Like, are you, are you... Yeah. Like 100%. You, you're in 100%. on that. Yeah. Like you're, you're like yeah. yes, start Cordell Patterson. But yeah, man, 100. percent I think he's got tons of touchdown upside. Right, he'll do some work in the receiving game and in the rushing game. He's probably 
you know, we could say Kyle Pitts is the most dynamic player they have, but in a lot of ways it is Cordero Patterson, right? Like say what you want about his talent. Maybe he's a little bit older than you'd like him to be, but he's good. Like he's a good player. He scored a bunch of touchdowns last season, was an RB1. Not saying he's going to do that again this year, but again, if you give the guy four targets and eight, nine carries, he's probably going to get you 50, 60 yards. He has a great shot of the touchdown. The issue is the defense, right? And how does Marcus Mariota look? Because he's the guy that can either make that defense back up a little bit or bring them closer to the line of scrimmage. And that's the, the biggest problem for me is can they stretch the field? Can they open up that defense, force them to play simply beyond a one high if they even need to play one high because they may just play straight man against those guys, right? They have a great secondary. They have great DBs. And obviously that defensive front with Cam Jordan anchoring that line is going to be really good as well. So it'll be tough, man. It'll be tough. I think my biggest question is, would you start Chris Olave? I think we're probably going to start Michael Thomas because it's a great matchup, but can you start Chris Olave in no, this matchup? No, the MT matchup is shitty because AJ Terrell is top five, ascending top five. Not worried corner. about it. Not worried about it at all. Not, I mean, this I'm is Michael with Thomas, you. I like man. MT too. I'm not worried got, about it at all. We got MT projected pretty nice, man. Like, he's... He's up there as a top five play in this game um, as a yep. skill position. I think guy. he's the only wide receiver of consequence for the Saints in this game. I, I really, I think, I'm with you. I think he's about him, and I think Winston is just going to keep throwing it to him, man. He's just going to. So, I think, okay, sorry to interrupt you, but that's the one thing I want to point out here, right? Because surprisingly, you know, we expect them to do that, but at the same breath, like Atlanta's really bad. Like that's no joke. Last time they played Atlanta. AJ Terrell isn't bad, though, man. They had 150 yards from Alvin Kamara on 30 carries last week of the season last year. And that was with Matt Ryan at quarterback, right? And they still won the game like 30 to 20. So that's my only concern is that my Spari has Jameis Winston projected for only 23 pass attempts, right? His line on all the books, price picks included, is 30. I don't, I'm kind of with them. Like, if, if this game isn't very close and the Saints really dominate on both sides of the ball, where's the incentive for Jameis Winston to pass the ball much in the second half? 23 and that's where is low in this. In it's this, very low. In this it's time. very low. Yeah, I, I'm not buying Last that, time man. they played them, they only threw the ball 24 times. Yeah, who's and they put the up thirty points. Though? Who's the quarterback? Well, it's there? Taysom Hill, and it was uh, I don't Mark. No, Trevor Simeon was the other quarterback there. But again, it's just. But I don't think the game script changes. Last season, when they beat Green Bay, what thirty-eight to three? Jameis Winston threw the ball like twenty times and had five touchdowns. In I week see one. people. I see people so, asking about London, man, and I'm a. He's my wide receiver, one in the class. I think he's going to be a beast. This is a tough matchup for him. Marshawn is going to get physical. and If he sees Marshawn. And Marshawn is very good against big receivers. You see what he does to Mike Evans. Well, man. He he just does it to Mike Evans. He owns Mike Evans. Uh, The thing with Marshawn is that, is he going to show up in this game? Because does he care? It, it, with Marshawn, it has nothing to do with nothing to do with with the yeah. opponent. It's is he playing Mike Evans or is he not? Because if he's playing Mike Evans, he will show up F- and he will do his Mike best Evans to make every sure. Time. Yeah, yeah, do not play Mike Evans. But if he's playing somebody else, uh, they may get him on a dig route. They he may yeah, you he can may get, get him on a blow get by right? like, every now and then. Happens. But that's oh still yeah, a tough, he'll give you something. That's a hell of a test for a rookie receiver that yeah. hasn't practiced in a month. He hadn't done yeah. shit. You know what I mean? I mean, apparently, assuming assuming he gets him because he could he could be on Pitts as well, right? If Pitts is the guy outside, that's maybe the they throw him on Pitts. Interesting thing in this matchup is Pitts is not lining up in line, but a couple of times, Marshawn might be on Pitts, man, and that's that's an even more difficult task, right? Because yeah. 
they did lose CJ uh, CJ Gardner Johnson, who would right? definitely be on pits. Yeah, who could? Yes. Yeah. So th- there's a lot of little games inside the game of this one. Alvin Kamara, good with him. I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't want to play Jarvis Landry or any of those guys in this matchup, no. man. But we're, no. this this is. I'm pretty intrigued by this one, man. I think MT is going to play well. I know a lot of people in the chat think he's washed, not good. Uh, I think he's still I fine, get it. man. I uh, get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Saints six-point favorites on the road, 43-point over-under. So, again, not projecting 43? a lot of points. Yeah, yes. not projecting a lot of points, and Saints heavily favored in this matchup for good reason, right? That defense is going to be really good this year. <sighs> Daniel Jones, let's just get it. Let's just talk about it real quick. <laughs> We're not going to talk long. Um Danny Dimes. Saquon, right? That's it? Uh, would you start Tony? Can I interest you in some Tony? Mm, I really don't want to. Give, 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 them, give them the lay of the land. Who are they playing? I don't they're know. They're playing Tennessee. Ah, Tennessee. That's who it is. Tennessee. Yeah, they're playing Tennessee. Uh, I don't know. I, so it's actually funny. So I, I was we watching. Got Derek, we got Derrick Henry projected to go off versus the Giants. So <laughs> yeah, if I, well, if it, not that you needed there? us to tell you, but start Derrick Henry versus the Giants, please. No, I'm not playing Kadarius Tony. I don't want him. So. I think the real question is, how do you feel about Tennessee? Because uh, Rob Pozzola was on Pat Mayo's podcast, and he actually said he liked the Giants in this matchup with the six and a half I said it, man. Because people don't think that Tennessee is going to be very good, right? They lost A.J. Brown. How does Traylon Burks fill that void? How does the offensive line look? The defense is... Burks is getting... Burks is getting are, are to, you, Burks is getting a tutty. Do you want game. Do you want to go solo and I can just mute myself? And no, you can Burks make is, Burks is getting goes, a touchdown. I'm just saying Burks is going to get a touchdown. That's all I said. Burks is going to get a touchdown. That's it. Burks is getting a touchdown. Okay, so you heard it here first. Ray G says Traylon Burks touchdown lock loaded guaranteed. Hey, You're playing the Giants, this week for if sure. If the Giants beat Tennessee, should they just start Malik Willis after Ryan? If Ryan Tannehill can't get through the Giants, just yeah. be like fuck it. Let's just go with probably. Malik. Yeah, probably. probably. So. Elwood said in the chat, Tooney in garbage time. If Tennessee is up, like you're kind of projecting, right? Like, there, there could be a world where there's a lot of targets available beyond Saquon, right? We have Saquon projected for 16 carries, 60 yards with six targets and another four receptions, yeah. 30 yards. So a lot of work for Saquon, Saquon. 15.72 like fantasy points, almost as much as, time, as Tannehill, Jesus. But outside of that, you know, is it just going to be Saquon for you? You don't think there's any chance we see something from Tony, from Galladay? You know, I'm not really trying to start Galladay, but Tony's the one that, you know, the yards per route run that he had last season, potential breakout. It's just, can Daniel Jones get him the ball? And on Tennessee side, I mean, it's, it's, it's Derrick Henry. If you got to play, if you would had you to play Woods, one, I was going to say, if you had to play one receiver, would you play Woods or Burks? I think Woods is better. Oh, I'm playing Woods for sure. Yeah. yeah he's the better. Yeah, that short, that short area passing game. He, he's yeah. honestly, I think the, the disc, he's the discount, AJ Brown in a lot of ways. He runs, he can run those kind of patterns. Not so much the deep stuff, but the intermediate stuff, the crossers that Woods has really made a career off of, he can do very, very well. Burks, we'll just see how his utilization is in the offense overall. Green Bay, Minnesota. Just pull it up. And I'm just gonna tell you right now. Green Bay, Minnesota. Sammy Watkins, fire him up with full confidence. It's week one. No, There's no other receivers. No. Sammy Watkins, Don't week one. It. it happens every year. We get a great Sammy. Week one, and then he's terrible after that. No, I don't think you should start Sammy Watkins. Uh, but you are going to fire up Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I think Aaron Jones could go ballistic in this one, just receiving, yep. rushing. I- I'm firing up Aaron Jones with full confidence versus the Vikings. Wide receiver-wise, we still don't know if Alan Lazard is going to play. They yep. could be rolling out 
Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins. Christian Watson. Back Romeo in practice. Dubs, healthy. Watson. Dubs. I don't know Whoop. what they're going to do. I have no clue. Tanyan. I don't know, man. I just want Aaron. Jo- I think Aaron Jones is going to get a lot of work. I just want Aaron Jones. Lazard. Yeah, may I'm, not play. I'm so excited to see this new Vikings offense. Like, oh. so excited, bro. Yeah. If, if, if they, like, we don't have. Crazy projections for Cousins. 23 completions, 35 attempts, 237, two tubs. Like, not a lot, but let me tell you, he could blow those out of the water easily. Jefferson looks great. They are playing at home. Justin Jefferson, for people who don't know, famous. Oh, give give the famous. Yeah, this is famous on the show. Let's go. Famous on the show. Justin Jefferson, he is at home. Uh He's at home, right? So, home doesn't matter. Justin Jefferson indoors. Averages 105 receiving yards per game. And outdoors, he averages 60 receiving yards per game. Justin Jefferson is indoors. He is at home against Green Bay. Smash. Start him with confidence. Smash. 100 yards. Locked, loaded, guaranteed. Um, but yeah, this hit, I think, 15 of 17 weeks last year that we tracked it. Um, if he's indoors, he goes over almost every single time. And outdoors, he's not so good. Of course, playing in Green Bay, playing in Chicago in the cold, not so great for him. But he also didn't hit in Carolina and a few other places. Uh, San Francisco was the other one. He didn't play outdoors. Uh, or didn't play very well outdoors, but uh, whatever reason, indoors he plays really good. So does Cousins, right? So start. Josh him is giving you some with love full too. confidence. Shout out yeah. Josh Harper. He said he saw that stat last year too, and uh, yeah. Jay Rich is it's, on it's, that one, it, bro. It's straight cash almost every time. So I mean, he should be good for an over in this matchup. I think his over under is like 84 eighty four, eighty and a half on prize picks, eighty and a half with six and a half receptions, over. Yeah, and I think he's good for yeah. a touchdown too. I yeah. think he's good for a touchdown too. Good for a he's, touchdown. He could go off. You know, we'll see if he's, he'll probably see Jair Alexander, which isn't fun, but I think that new look offense, he'll he'll get some free looks and do very, very well with it. Can I interest you in some Irv Smith? Hell no. Hell no. I'm oh, not yeah. going after Irv Smith. I'm not chasing that. All right. No, Kansas City, Arizona. Kansas City, Arizona. Yes. You heard Patrick Mahomes yesterday say, break all of our hearts <clears throat> by saying, uh, fantasy football lovers, don't be prepared because there is no true wide receiver one on this team outside of Travis Kelsey. I think we're going to see a full-fledged running back. It's going to be Clyde. It's going to be McKinnon. It's going to be Pacheco, receiver. It might be an MVS week. It might be a McCole Hardman week. It could be – if I had to pick one, I'm laying my hat on Juju, right? Like, that's the guy I want. 100% Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm firing him up across multiple leagues. Travis Kelsey's the guy that you want. My question is, do you start Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? I think you have to. I think you have to. I, I think that he has earned the starting role. And as much as we can bash Clyde Edwards-Alaire for not really being the guy that he was supposed to be, he's over under his 44 and a half rushing yards. That's fine. You know, he's over under his 12 and a half receiving yards. That would be okay. Two, three receptions here or there. And his, and he's favored to score a touchdown. He's minus 125. So, I mean, if you got all that from Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you'd be pretty happy. Right, if he gave you 50 yards and a touchdown, that's what 11 points, a couple receptions, maybe gets you 13 points. He's your RB2, RB3. I think you'd be pretty happy with that. And the main reason why I like this matchup is because Arizona's god awful. Like they're terrible on defense. We don't know what they're going to throw out there, especially in the secondary. Travis Kelsey should eat, Juju should eat. We'll see if it's MVS, if it's, you know, Sky Moore potentially getting involved in the action, but I'm telling you, all reports are that honestly, Mahomes could just cook them. Like his projections aren't crazy high. They're like 289, two, I think it's 2.7 touchdowns. 290, 28, 28 completions, 290. 43 attempts though. Yeah. Bro. I mean, that, it, you give me that? 
<sighs> so Mahomes. one guy one guy I want to talk about though is would you start AJ Green if Zach Ertz is out? Wait, knowing Zach they're probably going to play he's hurt he might play right he might play he's because rondell moore's got his hamstring injury right hamstring injury Jesus. i believe so no, he might rondell not play Zachary. stop scaring me rondell is moore's he gonna fine. play yeah he's fine man damn are you sure man i don't know he's I'm just fine. saying right, go back to go back to you said would you start aj green well it's if they're out i, I i'm hearing reports there was reports that they were getting that were they were injured all week and so you're saying rondell moore is now fine he was hurt like three days ago so now all of a sudden he's fine but AJ Green on the outside, I mean, no Hopkins is there. He'll probably see his targets. I thought I'm just he saying, was I'm, saying right. I'm starting him. Shit. But yeah. All right. I mean, I mean, I'm just starting. I want Hollywood. I'm starting Hollywood Brown. Well, Hollywood. Woo. And James Conner and Kyler Murray. And if if Zach Ertz is playing, then 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 Zach Ertz. I yeah, thought Ronda would undergo MRI for hamstring injury. Could miss Week One versus the Chiefs. That was reported yesterday. I missed that. I thought he was fine. Yeah. Well, and no, then Zach Ertz missing playing, practice man. with a calf issue. So he may not play as well. Already getting gross week one. Which is another reason why we love the Chiefs. Chiefs should just dominate. Kyler Murray, I mean, if, if, got to play if, him. Marquise Brown, got to play him. A.J. Green, eight, he, I mean. He got a lot of targets last year. Who else is they going to throw to? No Hopkins, no more. Like, I, I'm, I, Antoine Wesley? Yeah, well, you saw that catch of the preseason, man. You I, never now, know. I know he was hurt at some point during I don't want yeah. any of those fucking guys, man. I don't want any of them. The Chiefs Watch that the- injury report and listen to Jeff's podcast. Hopefully, he'll talk about Rondell Moore. Yeah, we got. Yeah, check out Jeff Mueller, our injury analyst, Destination Devi. He'll do all that. When does that come out? Sunday mornings. Sunday, Sunday mornings morning. that'll come out. So he'll give it. He usually releases it like he record it Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. Send it to me. We'll drop it in the morning so you guys can get an updated injury report. But follow that injury report because there may be multiple guys out for the Cardinals in the receiving game, and that could bolster up some of those other options. Oh, um, especially obviously Marquise Brown, who you're starting. What? And then I'm assuming you're starting James Conner because we do love James Conner as yes. well. Yes. Um, it's just, is there anyone outside of Juju and Kelsey that you would start in this matchup? That I would start? No, Juju and Kelsey. Yeah. Juju and Kelsey. Clyde, you might not have a choice, right? Like, I think you can start him, man. I think it's I a great match. Start him too. I, I don't feel matchup. good about it. I don't feel great about it, but you yeah. know, if you played Acres, you're fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a you got a zero, <laughs> so you just got to try to find some upside somewhere. Bet on good offenses. All right, Davis yeah. Mills versus uh, Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor. Yes, Michael yes. Pittman. Yes, crushed Houston last year. Oh no other skill position players. Taylor, no, Pittman, not Alec it. Pierce, no, not not no, Paris no, Campbell, no. not any no, tight end. No, 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 no. Uh, from the Houston side, Damian Pierce, fire him up. Yeah, and Brandon Cooks. Cooks, you have to. That's it. Chilling on Nico not this playing week. Collins. Nope. Chilling nope, on Brevin nope, Jordan. Nope. Yep. That's it. That don't do it. Don't do it. Best ball, great. You got Nico Collins in best ball, love it. You know, uh, you got some of these other cats in best ball, love it, but. Lineup league, I'm not actively starting them. Jacksonville, Washington could be kind of sneaky, man. I'm firing up Christian Kirk, Travis Etienne. I like Christian Kirk, Etienne this week uh, versus. Is that it? <laughs> Would you play Trevor Lawrence? Are you playing your Are you playing your Golden Boy this week? It's not my Golden Boy. No what Chase are you Young. About? Nah, this man. The one that says Trevor Lawrence is going to smash Antonio Gibson, right? Must start. Absolutely. Absolutely. John Dodson, would you flex him against the Jaguars? So, starting wide receiver two. I, if if you have to do that and you're in a bad boat, then I don't hate it. Like, I don't hate it. 
I don't love it yeah. either, but I don't hate it. Like of the rookie wide receivers, I think he could find some space, but just that's you just don't want to do that week one, right? Like you just don't want to do that week one. Terry McLaurin, absolutely firing him up. I don't know who's starting at tight end for Washington. Have no clue. Bro, it might be Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas is back? Yeah, man, he's back. He it might be so there's reports that he was potentially going to be back. Like so he was returned to practice and was feeling better, but they weren't a hundred percent sure about him being active for week one. But I mean he's he's got some props, man. Like he may be in there. So you imagine Jahan Dodson, Antonio Gibson, Logan Thomas, Terry McLaurin, like that's a pretty good offense if Logan Thomas can be like decent. And then they're talking about Curtis Samuel. I mean, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know about that. Uh, not starting him. No. We'll see if he's any good, right? No no, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right. Last game, Tampa Bay, Dallas. We saved the best for last because the Dallas Cowboys should be, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I mean, Dak, CD, Schultz, Pollard, Zeke. Those are the five you start from Dallas. Don't don't fool around with Jalen Tolbert week one. Don't do it. Don't play around with that. Don't get cute and throw Tolbert out there. Those are the five players. I think you start all five of those guys. Tampa Bay, you starting Chris Godwin. I asked you this on, on yesterday. Are you going to start Chris Godwin? No. No. Even no if he's way. active, you're not doing it. No. No, right. no, no, no. Make no. sure people know no. that, man. Make sure people know not to do it. I don't think you can trust Godwin. it. He's, this dude's coming off an ACL, what? Is he nine months removed from an acl yeah I would. people usually say you can play in nine months but you should wait right and he's not good till the next season and usually they say i think 11 to 12 months is a more accurate representation of when you can feel a little bit better right but yeah i would not be playing him week one i think Fournette. would you play yeah you're playing Fournette. would you play gage hoping he gets some out Uh, he's been hurt too is he i don't even know if he's fully back yet Uh, he's been hurt i don't know either i've heard nothing from the gage camp like nothing we got some limited limited Wednesday limited yeah limited Wednesday so not great and hasn't Probably, practiced at all I for want Mike Evans I want Mike Evans That's I it. want Leonard Fournette yeah. and I think there's a sneaky whoever the starting tight end is is it Cameron Bray Cameron Bray listen okay. that the preseason game where Tom Brady played versus the Colts Cameron Bray had quite a few targets so I'm just saying again if you faded tight end early and you're dumpster diving <laughs> right you're down there and you got like Brevin Jordans and and those kind of tight ends I think it look uh, when you got to do that, just bet on good offenses and great quarterbacks. So if anybody can make Cameron Bray relevant for a day, if you fade a tight end, it's Tom Brady. And Dallas can't cover the tight ends. They're not really good at doing that, yeah. right? The Dallas linebacking core is a work in progress. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. see how it plays out. Anthony Barr was getting cooked in preseason practices, training camp practices. The, the yeah. Dallas defense is... It's it's Micah Parsons, Tank Lawrence, Diggs, yeah. and you know it's opportunistic. But we will give up some points. It's a Sunday night yeah. matchup. Um, you know Tampa Bay's offensive line is bad too. It's not just Dallas's offensive front no, that's bad. bad. Tampa Bay and they got to deal with Parsons, right? They, and and Parsons was getting after their ass last year as a rookie, and now he's even better in his second season. So. There could be a lot of sacks in this game. I'm very concerned for the left side of Dallas's line with 45-year-old Jason Peters, uh, a rookie tackle. And his first game, too. Like. Rookie guard and Tyler Smith. Tyler Beatish at just not good at center. This could be ugly, man. So, yeah. Who's winning, right? Do you have any faith in your Dallas Cowboys to get it done versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? No. 
<laughs> little faith. I'm just being. I'm being realistic. Z- I'm not. I'm not. Zero. A, I've zero got little chance. faith. I've got little. We, we need. They're at home get, though. They're at home. You can go to the game. I mean, if you got like how much I money got, that cost I, you? I got a boot on my foot. I can't do that, man. Uh, I, I don't think they get it done. I just think Tampa Bay's a little bit better. Uh, they have the better quarterback. Um, yep. And Dallas is just beat up, man. There's no, there's no number two receiver. Like that's a problem, yep. man. It's like C.D. Lamb, Dalton yep. Schultz, Tony Pollard, Zeke. That's it. Don't play anybody yep. else from this game. Don't get cute, man. Do not get yep. cute, man. I'm just keeping it real. I, I have little confidence that Dallas can pull this off. All right, Jay. Anything else you want to say? We got a lot of stuff uh, coming out tomorrow, today. Sunday morning. So let's give the people the rundown. So uh, Jay and I, for those of y'all out there who are bettors, we will be putting out a college football prop video for the Saturday slate. Uh, Today, I had one that dropped yesterday. Make sure you check out those lines. Anthony Richardson line will continue to bump. Jay, we're both doing NFL picks uh, for for prize picks. So that'll be on the channel that'll drop today or tomorrow. Jay might have a college football play out. So make sure you tap into DD for that. Newsletter Johnson. Newsletter dropped this morning. So in the link in the description, free newsletter for a little yep. bit longer. Super dope. Dynasty Barry was in the chat. Uh, Jordan Backus, Mike and Adam, Jeff, Eugene and Ike, the whole squad putting together content for y'all. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. We've got a pod coming out on Saturday. Sunday morning is the injury podcast uh, from yep. our injury doctor. And then we also have Mike and Adam the two hosts of the 40 podcast doing a start sit show Sunday morning at 10 or 11 a.m. I don't I think it's 11 think it's 11 to 11 Eastern? 50. Yeah, so it'll be live on the channel. We won't be on there. We'll be in the chat, but Mike and Adam will be there to answer your start sit questions. Let's do our uh, super chat. We got a bunch of super chats, so let's get to it. Let's have some fun, baby. Super chat yeah. Friday. Let's go. Stone, this is for Jay Rich. I can admit when I'm wrong. Tip of the cap. I'll get my money back on the Darnell Mooney bet. So <laughs> there you go, man. Rico's uh, Rico's my guy, man. He is a. We got to get like I wish I can like make. So him Brandon said twelve to one for the start sit show. Twelve so to right one. Right off the kickoff. Yeah, so right that's, kick 11, off, yeah. To, that's 11, 11, 11 to twelve. My time. Rico, man, appreciate the appreciate it, man. Here we go, right here. Here we go. DB four three three one. Try to buy Allen Robinson or he's cooked. Bye. Bye bye bye. Yeah, I think he gets bye, bye, bye. by him. Yeah, ninety-seven percent of the snaps he was on the field. Man, I'm not worried about it. Like Stafford's got to be better. I don't think it was an A Rob problem. He didn't. He didn't even get the ball thrown his way, and he was open clearly multiple times. If you can get him for a second rounder, would you do it, Jay? Random ass. Oh second? yeah, I would. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Same. Here we go. All right, J.K. or a random twenty-four for first scorched first earth rebound first first easy. First, uh, I've learned my lesson with these these hurt running backs. I've learned my lesson. 30-plus points is light work for Super Saiyan Allen. Yeah, and it would have been more had he not uh, thrown two interceptions, right? Just yep. good. He is in God mode. Here we go. Another Bills question. Is Crowder a drop if you have a talented bench or hold? Put him back on the block with no takers. I think he's a landmine. I don't want him. I, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I, want think- him. I don't want him. I don't want. Him, I don't think man. he's ever going to be the starter. That's the problem, right? Like, is it? But if this is dynasty, though, are you? Do you want to maybe hold because if no. if Isaiah McKenzie gets I don't, injured, I'm not, you're not dropping him in dynasty. You're not going to drop him. But no, redraft, but just making sure, right? In redraft, yeah. I think you can drop him. Yeah, if it's best ball, sure. But you're never going to start Jamison Crowder ever. Well, unless, not unless McKenzie gets hurt. Unless right? McKenzie, so and that's, even then, that's a big factor. Even then, no, in that, bro, no, don't say that. Don't, if McKenzie gets hurt. 
he's a hundred target guy because that's the role in the offense. The problem is they split, right? They saw, I think combined, they saw seven targets in that game. So if it's, if it's a full-time role for one of those guys, they will be very valuable. And obviously McKenzie scored a touchdown. All right. With Kittle out, I'm looking at the waiver wire to replace him. Henry, Njoku, Jordan, Everett. Who would you pick up, Jay? Everett. I think he's got the highest upside by a lot. For me right now, it's Henry or Njoku. It would be Hunter Henry so you're playing you're playing the volume in a bad offense over the, the less volume in the good offense. I'm playing, if you take Henry, you're playing touchdowns. Like, that's all you're playing is he scored yeah. a lot with Mac Jones, and there's really neat, if he doesn't have time to pro- process. As a quarterback, you go high to low. You never go low to high. You go high to low, and if he doesn't have time, he's just going to get it out quick. Yeah. It'd be Henry, and then in Joku, you're just, I guess you're just betting on there's no number two, and Jacoby Brissett's not very good. Uh I'm fine with Everett, but I would I would lean Henry, Njoku, then Everett, then Brevin Jordan, absolute last of all of those guys. All right, Jeff, what's up, baby? Josh Allen stiff-armed him into the upside. He's talking about the, the yeah, defensive back. That was yes, nasty. Yes, Josh Allen did stiff-arm him into the upside down, no doubt. All right, Jay, it was a good week. I know, uh, I know this week we were all over the place. I was out of town. I was back in town, but we're back now, so... Uh, Jay, anything you want to say to people before we get out of here? Uh, no, man. Subscribe to the newsletter. Check out the prop videos, and they will give you some more insight simply beyond what we talk about on the show. But tried to give you as much as we could for the one show. We'll be back on Monday breaking down the Monday Night Football game and obviously talking about what happened over the weekend. But I think that's it, right? Subscribe to the podcast. Check out the newsletter. Subscribe here. Drop a like. That's pretty yeah. much it, right? I might, um, I might go live on Saturday night. I may go live on Saturday night just to do a quick instant reaction college football recap if i do i hope y'all tap in we'll see how that plays out um but yeah like jay said subscribe to the newsletter Ch- tap into all the stuff that we have off the line 4d injury america's game uh with scott and eric we got a lot of stuff coming to you at destination devi good luck to you all this weekend i hope your fantasy teams are victorious we appreciate y'all rocking with us all the way up to this point and now that we're here we are going to have some fun so make sure y'all wake y'all asses up hey jay all right, hold up hold up hold up hold up, up hold up do you got your topo i can go before we forget I, again no i don't have my topo man <laughs> oh man we're supposed we're to do our to topo toast. toast we're supposed yeah. to do our topo toast if I okay, if I so had, go go get your topo and I, I I'll tell them about the college football play that I'm playing this okay. week. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So everybody, it's been a wild week in college football, and the biggest play that I'm looking at right now for people who are tapped in are playing on Prize Picks is Quentin Johnson. So Quentin Johnson last week only had three receptions against Colorado, and this week he's playing an FCS school. I just don't know how Prize Picks possibly hasn't projected for four and a half receptions he's projected for like 66 receiving yards guys like this is the ultimate free square i dropped this in the discord a long time ago he's only gone over in like five of seven of his games or five of 17 of his career starts at tcu he's basically a lock for an under in this one they're playing an fcs school so for me if you play on price picks one first go sign up use promo code wake up for your 100 deposit match up to 100 and take the under on Quentin Johnson this week. Make sure you go and watch Ray's video on prize picks about college football. There'll be lots of plays, lots of things to go over. It's a crazy slate, but not a lot of good games. I really wish I could bet on Quentin Johnson this week, but unfortunately, 
he is not going to be on the books. But if you can bet on prize picks, I'm pretty sure that line is still out there. And it is insane that they are still giving it to us because honestly, there is like almost no world he goes over. They're going to run the ball like crazy like they did last week. And to me, it's a smash under. So, Ray, I know you didn't even talk about it in your video, and I've dropped it a long time ago, but Quinn Johnson... I don't know how the hell he gets to four and a half receptions. Yeah, I, I saw you said take the under. Yeah, take the under on Quentin Johnson. All right, y'all ready for a, a good 2022 NFL season? You got your topo? Put it to the yeah, mic so they can hear that toast. Crack it. It's going to spill Ooh. on me, bro. It's going to spill on me. Every time I open one Rookie. Bro, every time. Jay, what are you doing? What are you... For everybody out there, let's every get time. off every the time. screen because he doesn't know how to open <laughs> bottles uh, without making a mess. Uh, cheers to the 2022 NFL season to you all. Go get you some Topa Chicos. We are going to crush it this season. I'm glad that you tapped in. We're going to get this thing popping in 2022. Love y'all. Appreciate it. Mm. We'll see y'all bright and early on Monday, baby. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace.